What's up guys, Combat Addict here. Welcome to another edition of My Mouth Does the Talking. The podcast where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Very simple concept. You want to talk about something? Well, guess what? Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) You talk about it. Um, this isn't even something I had planned to talk about, but I mean, it's big news, you know, it's important to people, not really to me because I kind of, I don't know. I feel almost like I'm so removed from the situation that it does, it doesn't really concern me. It's more just like a TV show or entertainment than anything else. But the U.S. election is over now. And from the headlines that I've been seeing, Joe Biden's won. That's what I've seen. I don't know if those headlines are prematurely putting this information out there or not. But Joe Biden won. That's what I saw. And, uh... As someone who doesn't really follow the actions and the behaviors of the president of the United States, I don't really look into what they do or what they've been doing all that much. Um, I wonder if maybe I should start to do that, should start to see how it is that presidents affect the U.S. US economy and social social issues and, and and such one thing i did want to say though is that if trump won again i firmly believe that there were going to be riots i think it's the best thing that joe biden won and it's the best thing that Joe Biden won because I don't think the United States could handle another four years of Donald Trump. I think that would amount in 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 some sort of civil, low-level civil war. <laughs> I really don't think people could handle it. Um, what we're seeing right now is not just you know, riots and protests about Black Lives Matter. I I really feel like these people are not just protesting the police. They're protesting an entire way of thinking, an entire way of being. I believe that these individuals out in the streets are on the side of George Floyd, but they're also on the side of the left and what the left, the left believes. Black Lives Matter as an organization isn't even an organization that fights for black rights only. Black Lives Matter is an organization that talks about LG, LG, oh my God, what is it? Lesbian, gay, transgender, queer, LGTQ, by LG. TBQ. I think that's what it is. I can't even remember the ordering of it. Um, 
they talk about the rights of those individuals as well. They're out here as a social tool, uh, not just not just a, a, a social tool for everybody, not just a social tool for black people in their relation to the police. Um, and for that reason, I really feel like a lot of the, the frustration and the protest that's been going on isn't even just about George Floyd. Like a lot of it is people are just fed up, I think, and upset that even somebody like Donald Trump could even get into office. I think that that has got something to do with the with the veracity of the of the of the riots at times. You know? It's like full-on rebellion against the police, against the government and everything it stands for. You know? You must feel like you live in a very racist country if Donald Trump is the president. This is a guy who wouldn't disavow the KKK when asked to do so, you know, the first time. I believe he's done it since then, but if you don't do it the first time, that's a little concerning. Anyways, my point, I guess, is that I think that it's the best thing that Joe Biden won, because if he didn't, I actually believe that there would have been riots. I really believe people would have lost their minds I mean, people have rioted over less, you know, people have rioted in Vancouver, BC, because uh, their team won in the Stanley Cup, like they've, or did they lose it? I, I, I'm not a, a hockey guy. So you know what? Don't even quote me on that one. But I know that they rioted in BC at some point. Because of uh, a, a Stanley Cup game. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw people snap because Donald Trump won again. The thing about it that's crazy though is people think that they're safe or they're free from Donald Trump and that's not the truth. You're not safe or free from Donald Trump at all because Donald Trump can run again. The only time you're gonna be 100% free of Donald Trump is if he says, I'm never going to run for president again or if he dies. That's it. Four years from now, Donald Trump could run again. And he could win again. Right? So people are taking a sigh of relief kind of right now. And I think that that's, you know, hey, well-deserved. But also, it's not really over yet. It's not really over yet at all, man. You're, you just made it past phase one of getting rid of this guy. He's going to be around for a while. I've always thought being like a prime minister or a president is crazy. What does that job even entail? You know, ratifying documents and making decisions on life or death matters on a daily basis. I mean, that must just be the most insane job. How are you not burnt out? How are people doing that for eight years? 
There are some jobs people can do for one year and they get burnt out. Somehow, people are leading nations for eight plus years. Dictators lead nations for like 30 to 40 plus years. Why would you even want to do something like that? That just seems odd to me. Very strange. Throughout this podcast, I may be sipping on this. This is my little smoothie. My little chocolate banana smoothie. Not the greatest combination in the world, but I wanted to try it, so I did. I got some Vega Vega protein powder in there. As many of you know, I have recently committed to being vegan. And I must say, it's much more difficult than I thought it was. There's this cool application on the internet called the chronometer. Pretty sure that's what it's called. Let me make sure that that's actually what it's called. Yep, chronometer. You can use this even if you're not vegan. But basically, it's like a, uh, I was going to say nutritional index, but I don't think that's right. It's like a nutritional tracker. You can type in what you eat, and I'm talking down to the brand. Like, they have brand names in there. You can type in a brand name and the name of the product of the brand, and it will give you the exact thing that you ate. You can type in how many servings of it you had, right? And add that to your list of food for the day or, or whenever you're, whenever, you know. You can even do, you know, food that you've eaten in the past if you want to go, you know, back a day. And it'll tell you how much vitamins, protein, how many vitamins or, 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 or you know, chains of protein you're getting from that food and it'll tell you how much more protein or how many more vitamins you need to reach a hundred percent of your daily value for it or over a hundred percent I think I had like 200 percent b12 like 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 I had 200 percent of my daily you know need for b12 in my system the other day and uh, using that thing has opened my eyes to make me really realize that grains and bread are really useless I'm talking so useless they they offer no nutritional value to you in any significant way especially me somebody who's trying to be a vegan and not eat meat, there's just not enough room in my diet for bread or grain. It just, it doesn't exist. I'm talking like I could eat all day and still not have enough protein in my diet, according to my body size, you know, in terms of my, in terms of my height and my weight 
uh, apparently, and this is just what I've experienced, I can eat all day and not reach the values that I need to meet for vitamin D and for protein without seriously considering just cutting grains out altogether and substituting nothing but like beans and legumes. And that's just the protein. That's not even the vitamin D. I have to supplement the vitamin D, I think, at this point. But I'm starting to feel I'm starting to feel like weak. And I don't like it. I mean, even before we did this 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 podcast here, I was I was not feeling too hot. I did not feel very good. Like I don't feel like I want to do it. You know, I don't want to I don't want to podcast. I don't want to do anything. I feel very tired and the amount of food that I have to eat every day to get what I need to meet the requirements I need to meet, man, I'm telling you guys, it's insane. It's insane. I don't know how I'm supposed to get that much protein in my diet every day, every single day. It's insane. I'm trying. I'm going to keep trying to make it work, but so serious even with like the protein powder i still have to eat like an entire cup of black beans just to meet my protein requirements everything else is pretty much fine but the protein and the vitamin d that is the tough part that's where it's like wow i don't know how i'm supposed to get that not only that it sort of it really limits your ability to have variety in your diet because now you're eating things Simply because if you don't, you're going to be deficient. Not because you, you know, you want something different in your diet. It's really, it's pretty limiting, man. It's pretty limiting. And I got to find like a nice balance. I got to start from the baseline, get to a point where I can eat, you know, just regular, nothing too crazy, not cooking anything too crazy. And, and, and sort of get to the protein amount that I need to every day. I think in order to do that, I'm going to have to cut out all bread. All bread, all pasta, it's just not necessary. If I ever eat bread or pasta, it's got to be like, oh, well, you know, I just felt like having some pasta, so I ate it. It can't be like a part of a meal that I have for the day or else I will be deficient. Like it's that, that, those grains in my stomach are just taking up space that could be you know, better used by vegetables and, and, and legumes. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with, uh, right now I've got, like I've got 250% of my vitamin B12. I've got 184% of, um, vitamin C. Interestingly enough, I'm having two bananas in this milkshake right now, and I still don't have enough potassium. It's nuts. Like, it, it's really crazy. I still don't have enough potassium. And don't even get me started on omega-3 and omega-6. I don't know where I'm going to get that in my diet. I have no idea. I literally have, like, not enough room in my, like, body to eat the stuff. It's crazy. And, and the only thing I can think is like 
<clears throat> you don't have to get 100% of this stuff every day. But damn, man, when you're looking at it on the screen and you're looking at how much you don't have in your system, you're like, oh my God, like what is going on? What is going on? I need, something needs to change is what you're thinking. You're like, there's no way, like I can't, I can't get 36% of my daily requirement for protein. Like that's nuts. I need much more than that is what you're thinking. But I'm telling you right now, that stuff is useless. Don't even eat it. Don't even buy it. Like, is there's no point to it. That is not a luxury that you can afford to, 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 to have, to eat like lots of bread or anything like that. Because that is the for surefire way to fill yourself up so that you can't eat anything else and then you become deficient. Like even me just drinking this 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 smoothie right now, like I'm, I'm like full <laughs> and if you want to work out so you can work up an appetite so that you can eat more, it's almost like that's counterintuitive because when you do that, you need more food. So you, you work out so that you can eat more, but then guess what? You end up needing more food for every part of the workout that you do. So you probably end up with a similar problem. I'm sure there's a sweet spot where it's like you work out just enough and you can eat just enough. But right now, man, I'm telling you, it is it is a damn burden. It is a struggle. It's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to keep on top of all of this and eat like a like a bowl of beans every day unless I just don't eat rice anymore and eat lentils and black beans and kidney beans only as like a side with my meat substitutes and vegetables. That's like, that's like the only way, man. I don't know how people do this. I'm so serious. Like when people are like, yeah, I'm vegan or whatever, you hear it and you think, oh, they just don't eat animal products. That must be easy. But no, man, it's a whole process. Like you gotta actually like look into all the food that you eat and figure out like what what to eat like and I'm not even I don't even I'm just lazy right so I don't even do the research like that I don't even I just kind of look up like foods with this you know source of, of B12 or some something like that I'll just look that up and then I'll, okay I have, to, I have to buy those foods and you eat those it's nuts it's crazy man it's absolutely insane. It's very frustrating though. Because even right now, like, as of right now, I know that unless I go to the grocery store and get more beans, I'm not even getting anywhere close to my protein intake for the day. If I don't eat, like, a cup of nuts, like a cup of peanuts, every single day, I do not make my protein for the day it's crazy bro i'm telling you it's it's absolutely insane it's like and i'm a big guy so i understand that that's why i gotta eat this much but man i tried to eat a cup of peanuts yesterday it took me the whole day bro i'm not kidding you it took me the whole damn day i'm talking when i say the whole day 
you don't understand what I'm saying. I mean that I poured that that cup of peanuts at 8.30 and finished them at like 7 p.m. Like 8.30 a.m. I poured the peanuts and finally finished them at like 7 p.m. And in between that, I had to eat like a bunch of beans. I had to eat oatmeal, granola, two kiwis, and avocado. Like, it's just insane, man. It's insane. And you got to eat like that every single day or your vitamins get all out of whack. Like, <laughs> if you don't eat like that, man, if you don't eat like straight vegetables and beans you just you're you're done you're donezo it's oh my god man it's really really intense and i didn't know it was going to be this intense but i'm glad that this resource exists because if it didn't i'd just be tired as hell and not know why but i still feel like tired and i'm thinking it's because i'm not getting enough protein so i'm trying to figure out like okay like what do i gotta do what do I got to do? What do I got to eat? What is like a great source of protein that also isn't an entire cup of peanuts? Because that's like the gold standard, right? Unless I'm just eating beans with every single meal. Which is, like, I guess an option. But it's just like... I'm not even going to have room in my stomach <laughs> I'm not even gonna have room in my stomach man it's like every like I gotta basically almost say goodbye to breakfast food because breakfast food is a lot of grains so it's like even this oatmeal that I'm eating it's like I gotta say goodbye to the oatmeal and just eat straight beans like for like three meals out of the day if I want to make my protein intake that's Oh my god, it's insane. And I'm already I'm already drinking protein powder. Like I got to have what? Two or three of these in a day? How am I supposed to do that? <laughs> oh my god, man. You have no idea. It's so goddamn frustrating. It's like what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do, man? It's nuts. It's actually nuts. And I guess I could just invest in like protein bars. Like maybe that's the move. Maybe protein bars is the move. There's like a bug here that I want to kill. How the, how are you not dead? There we go. Gotcha. Oh, now he's stuck in my mic. Gotcha. I'm sure you can all hear me messing around with the mic there, too. I just killed that bug. Because I'm a heartless man. I'm a heartless man. Anyways, man, I don't know. I'm going to have to figure it out. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's real crazy. They tell you, like, I went on YouTube and, and was looking at a video. And this guy was talking. He was like, protein, like, you don't have to worry about protein because... You know, if you're eating enough, you're going to get enough protein. That's not true. That's just not true. You have to eat the right stuff. I don't know why he said that in that video. 
According to Chronometer, which is a resource which has been suggested by a vegan to me through YouTube, I am not getting enough protein. So I don't know how this guy came up with this idea that, oh yeah, I know getting protein, that's easy. And we haven't even gotten to the ALA and the DHA thing. DHA is like a vitamin that you can only get from meat, really. You can convert it, but it's very hard to convert it from its prior form, which is ALA. You get ALA from like chia seeds, pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, things like this. But you gotta eat like a, like half a cup of chia seeds if you wanna convert the ALA to DHA. And then you don't even necessarily convert it all properly. So that's like something you gotta supplement. Like if, if anybody out there listening to this is thinking of going vegan, I'm gonna tell you right now what you need to supplement, okay? You're probably gonna need to supplement vitamin E, D, protein, and DHA. Those are probably the four things you're gonna have to supplement. Everything else you don't really have to worry about. Vitamin C is easy, vitamin A isn't too bad. And folate, I don't even keep track of folate. Somehow folate always just ends up being fine. But that those and like omega-3s and omega-6s, that's like, man, if you don't supplement that stuff, I don't know how you make it through life. I don't know how they do it, man. It really highlights for me, though, like in order to be vegan, like you actually need to have an insane amount of discipline because I have to go out and grocery shop now. Oh my God. To get what I need as a basic requirement for functioning. Like I need to go get beans like, like two hours from now. And if I don't, I'm going to be lacking in protein and my muscles are going to atrophy, which which honestly, it's almost like that's not a bad thing because then at least you would need less protein. <laughs> it's like me being 195 pounds works against me because, oh my God, I don't know how, man. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. They need to find a way to like pack protein into vegan foods. Like just make it easier to get that because the fact that I need to eat like a cup of nuts and like a full bowl of beans and drink a freaking milkshake just to get protein. It's like, dude, I'm telling you, you will never be hungry again. If you become vegan, you will never be hungry ever. You will always be full. There's just no way that you could ever be hungry as a vegan man. At least at my size. At my size, there's just no way. There's just no way. Oh my gosh. And my thing is, I'm an active guy too. You know, I like, I mean, you guys know me. If, if you listen to the podcast, I, I love jujitsu. I love training, you know. So me doing that, it's like I need even more protein. And as a result, my, my muscles are well-defined. Not to, you know, kiss my own tushy here, but I'm just saying that, you know, I, I got, I got some, I got some, some protein here myself. 
because of the training that I do. You know, I'm not trying to get, you know, shredded or ripped or whatever. Uh, I just love to train and a side effect of that is being in good shape. So I'm just trying to kill this bug. Oh my gosh, I got it. Wow, good instincts on me. But uh, yeah, man, it's 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 real frustrating. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I'm at a loss for words. Anyway, man. I was thinking, I was thinking, um... I was thinking about, I mean, this is kind of related to veganism in a way. How some people will become vegan because they don't agree with the way that animals are treated. Um, I was thinking... That that same logic should basically hold up for something like drugs, especially cocaine, cocaina. Now, cocaine was a huge industry. Huge. I believe in the 70s, in the 70s, you could get a kilo of cocaine for, I think it was 10 grand. And then sell it for 60 grand in the United States. I believe that was the, the conversion there. Now this is a great business model and it leads to a lot of rich people. But it also is the reason that Colombians and Mexicans started very dangerous, very violent cartels. I'm trying to get this hangnail. I don't think I'm going to get this hangnail, man. It's one of those ones that really clings to the... Uh... Well, that's an annoying one, too. Really clings to the sides. Oh, did I get it? I got most of it. Alright, that's all that's important. Anyways, man. Sorry for the detour there. Um, I actually did a paper on cartels in Mexico. And the casualties in Mexico from, I think, the year 2013 to 2014 were actually rivaling the casualties from the war in Afghanistan. That's how many people are dying there or were dying there. Cartels are literally training their men like special operation soldiers. All because people like to buy cocaine. 
And obviously other drugs too. I believe they've got their hand in heroin. Whatever thing, whatever sells, honestly. Whatever's illegal over here that sells, they probably got their hands in. But I just find it interesting that it's almost like there's not this shame when you when somebody has cocaine, right? Somebody does cocaine or, or is doing cocaine in a movie and it's not it's not really we don't talk about where where that cocaine came from or or how dangerous a place you know it is where that cocaine came from. People don't feel guilty when they I mean let's say they've got a wild, you know, weekend in Vegas. People don't feel guilty about doing cocaine. But you should. Like the the truth is if you do illegal substances like that, you should feel bad because people are literally dying every day because of this thing that you are enjoying that is financed by your purchases. And I just thought about that, like, you don't look at cocaine like that. Cocaine is almost cool in a way. Oh, yeah, you know, cocaine, rock and roll, sex and strippers and Motley Crue and... It's looked at in a way that is... Um, Not indicative, I think, of what it takes to get it into a, a given country. And I just thought that was interesting. So, recently... My dog had lost uh, the use of his hind legs. He had a cyst on his spine and when it was removed, I guess he, uh, There was some damage to the spinal cord and he, he lost the use of his hind legs. So I had to go with my mother up to uh, a place they call Ellingsby or something like that. To uh, this place where we get uh, wheelchairs. For dogs. And this is a bit of a funny experience, so I'll share it with you guys. Before we left, I had told my mother that I needed lip chap. And she was like, okay, we'll go to the gas station. We'll stop by the gas station right by the highway. Get the lip chap. You can get one for me too. Or, you know, you know, if you, if you could get one for me too. And uh, we'll be on our way. Dog's in the back with me. My mother's in the front seat. We've got pee pads in 
the dog's little basket, little fluffy bed thing. Not a basket, his bed that we brought with us. And under that bed, there's like another another blanket just in case he, he, he you know he pees or whatever because he doesn't have control of his of his lower body right so he pees and he poos whenever so i go in and i get the lift chap when we arrive at the gas station come out of the gas station go back in the car and my mom goes kiba pooed kiba that's the name of my dog and i and i go oh oh okay um, so she picks up, she's, she's using paper and, 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 and towels to pick up the dog and throw the poo out. And, uh, I'm looking at the dog and I'm like, oh, I think we got to clean him. I think he's got it on his tail. He's got some poo on his tail. My mom, my mom goes, oh, okay. And I look closer and I'm like, oh, the poo is in his bed. So he pooed outside of the pee pad onto his little bed thing. So I go, oh no, mom, he's pooed inside of the bed. So we need to, we need to, you know, get out and clean this up. She's like, all right, we'll pull up over to this grass just in front of the gas station and we'll clean him out there. Do you think that they have any soap in the gas station is what she asked me. And I go, I don't know. So I go in again and I say, hey, uh, do you have any soap? And she goes, the lady at the gas station goes, soap? You mean soap, soap? And I was like, yeah, my dog just made a mess. She goes, oh. So she goes back into the back room and grabs some dish soap. It's like this much dish soap left in the bottle, like, like, a, like a millimeter left of dish soap in the bottle and some rags. So I, I take it. I say, thank you. I go back out. We drive up over to the grass. I pull the dog out. He's pooed in the in the bed. My mom's, you know, cleaning the poo off. And I'm realizing that the dog's got poo on his tail and poo on his on his thigh. So now there's this scene in the in front of the gas station or to the side of it where there are two people out with the, all of the doors to their car open. <laughs> One of them is scrubbing a dog down with dish soap and rags, and the other is running back and forth to the garbage can, throwing out poo. After a you know a certain amount of time, you know of of a uh, of, uh, <laughs> washing the dog, he's clean enough that we can get the towel on him. My mom doesn't have a towel, so she comes over with this big fluffy blanket. And the way I usually wrap my dog in towels or blankets is I, is I lift him up, I put the edge of the blanket under his butt, and then I pull the, 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 the rest of the blanket over top of him and wrap it around him. So my mom's trying to hold, hand me the blanket, and I, and I put his butt on the edge of the blanket. So we've got all of this, the rest of the blanket to work with to wrap around him. So I'm trying to lift him up sort of so that I can get my arms free lift him up with one arm and get my other arm free so that I can wrap the blanket around him. And my mother just throws the blanket over to me. I guess that was her plan because she thought that I had the dog. But she just threw it over my head. <laughs> so I'm holding this wet dog who's half in the blanket, maybe half out. I can't tell because I can't see. 
I've got the rest of the blanket over my head and I'm and I'm trying to get it off like shaking my head back and forth trying to fling it off of my head so now now I'm imagining that everybody is looking at this situation like this woman just threw this blanket on this poor kid's head <laughs> he can't see anything my mom finally turns around sees what's happened and starts dying laughing <laughs> Because she didn't know that the blanket was over my head like that. Finally, she helps me take the blanket off. We put the dog in the car. Um, and, and, and finish cleaning out his bed. Some people come over and, and help us and give us extra soap and ask us what's going on. And after that, we, we, we went off and tried to get my dog a, a wheelchair. <laughs> I just thought it was a funny story. So I told you about it. But my dog, my dog does need a wheelchair though. And he, he's going to get a custom one made for him. My dog, my dog hasn't been disheartened by the fact that he can't use his hind legs. He's still a very happy, very uh, active boy, which is always good to see. Yeah, it's a good thing that my dog is the way he is, because I don't think we could handle it if he had, you know, a stint of depression as a result of it, you know? And I'm hoping he takes to the chair quite nicely. We, uh, until he gets the chair, have this strategy for walking him now. We can walk him like a normal dog, essentially. What we do is we sort of sling, sling our dog. So we get a scarf. We put it under his, and my dog's a Yorkie Maltese, he's a tiny little thing. We, we get a scarf, we put it under his legs, or under his pelvis, really. Uh, sort of like the middle of the scarf is under his pelvis, and the ends we, 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 we lift up. Uh, and, and like hold together and use to lift him. And when we do that, his hind legs come off the ground and he can walk around like a normal dog. Well, he takes to that really well. And he walks just about as fast as he did when he had his legs, his hind legs. So I took him around the block the other day and he loved it. He loved it so much he didn't want to go home. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he takes to the chair, the wheelchair, like he did to that sling. Because when we did get up to that uh, place in Ellingsby and put him in one of the chairs, even though it didn't fit right, he didn't seem like he wanted to move at all. And that is something that worries me a little bit, that he might not like the wheelchair that we get him. All the same, we're going to get him a wheelchair. And we're going to see how that goes. Anyways, guys, that's it for today. Um, I truly am tired. I can't even believe I did 43 minutes of this. I, I, I honestly wasn't going to do anything today, but I did. I did something, so. I might not even upload this today. I might upload this tomorrow, but... Thank you for listening.
This is the Combat Addict. And I'm out.